0: and a trendsetter in the field of mindful leadership. Your host, Holly Duckworth.
1: Welcome to this week's episode of the Everyday Mindfulness Show, where we explore what it means to live and lead mindfully in the world. I bring you the foremost thought leaders, experts, and just regular people out there trying mindfulness and really working to live their lives in a mindful way. And today I am bringing to you a special guest, Sylvia Castillo, who is the owner of Serenity's Way and the author of a new book, My Agreements With Me. Welcome to the show, Sylvia.
2: Thank you so much, Holly. I appreciate you having me here today.
1: Well, it's always fun to have an author say yes to exploring and sharing their work in the world. And you have been doing this for a long time in a variety of modalities. So talk a little bit about different ways people can connect to Serenity's Way first and then we're going to talk in a few minutes a little bit more deeply about this new book.
2: Sure, absolutely. Um, and thank you again. So Serenity's Way um, is a website where there's lots of resources for mindfulness. I love that this is the mindfulness show and, and Serenity's Way is definitely about mindfulness. And they can connect um, via website SerenitiesWay.com. Um, and that's probably the best way to check out all of that information.
1: So tell me about what I'm going to find there. Tell me about Some of the art that you do, the inspiration, where it comes from. Because every time I see you out in the world, you've got beautiful works around you. Thank you. Um,
2: There are greeting cards and art on Serenity's Way. And as far as where they came from, you know, it was interesting. When I started this journey of writing five or six years ago, I wanted to leave a message specifically about Empowerment and a message that says your past does not precede you and situ- the situation that you may be going through that's challenging doesn't define you. And so everything that's there is my heart's work. It's beautiful um, messages that are on greeting cards and artwork that are all about empowerment and living our best life.
1: So I find that people when we have the courage to put our work out there. It's coming from a place of maybe challenge and overwhelm. So talk to us a little bit about what inspired you. I know you have an upbringing that's not very traditional.
2: Um, I do have an upbringing that's not very traditional. Um, In fact, I think statistically I probably shouldn't be where I'm at. um, Having grown grown up with domestic violence as a way of life, my childhood was living from motel to motel, overcoming uh, a domestic violence upbringing. And so my messages and my encouragement and my writings are all about overcoming that and because I understand and have a personal relationship with what it's like to have that upbringing and and oftentimes that that gives us a perspective that doesn't always serve us in especially in our adult life.
1: So you talk about how it's your past does not define you and yet even myself, I fall into the trap of, I'm a trailer park girl. I grew up in a double wide trailer park in what I affectionately call Nowhere, Oregon. And, and a lot of people don't know that about me. We assume people come from all these affluent things like shows or books or podcasts or you know all of these things. And yet I also grew up in a very non-traditional, some might even call it blue collar kind of upbringing. Um, what were some of the little initial steps you took that helped you maybe, or as I say it, use your own words, honor where I came from, but transcend that and bring forth all of the creations that you've brought forward.
2: You know, there were a couple of things that really stand out as impactful for me. And one of them was a company called Seminars. It was all about personal development work. And I spent a lot of time, a lot of years looking at, um, through that program, personal development, looking at where I come from and, and why I have the thoughts that I have and just understanding patterning and, you know, and and I do honor where I came from because I am who I am because of that and that tough side that independent side that um, wonderful person that shows up ready to honor other people came from that upbringing and and yet and still programs like Psy seminars and mile high church and different places like that have helped um, really define who I am now and help me really ownership of um, loving who I am now and then offering that to the world
1: well thank you for your courage to do that because in a world that I believe is teaching us don't feel don't act just numb 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 or run so far from your past that you don't honor it um, it's hard work and the fact that women like you and you're out there doing it is something that we need to celebrate because sadly there are still people coming through some of those um, domestic violence experiences and you can be a tremendous role model for them to not not run from it and numb from it but really use it as a fuel to go forward
2: oh i appreciate that so much and i do think that's the truth and i think oftentimes we hide that part of ourselves for fear what other people will think and i think if we look at things happening statistically you know opioids is probably Uh, we're an epidemic as far as opioids are concerned. Um, One in three for domestic violence touching your life. So this impacts a lot of people and yet they're afraid to say anything for fear of judgment and what other people might think and not being good enough, um, not feeling worthy. And so I'm definitely a voice of possibility and knowing that there are, it is a choice, and when we stand in our power and we decide who we're going to be, and we have a support system that helps with that, um, changes can be made instrumentally, and it is so good for all of us individually and collectively, and so I definitely want to be a voice and a support for that.
1: So we live in a world that says bigger, better, faster, more, go, 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 and and the, the practice of mindfulness, we were talking about what does mindfulness mean for you?
2: I think it's slowing down and I think you make a very valid point about how everything is fast, fast, fast. I often say that we live in a microwave society where everything has to be like done right now. And I think that that ability to slow down, um, it serves us for sure. And mindfulness for me is a meditation practice. It's a slowing down practice. It's even in my exercise, you know, slowing down and making time for me and self-care and self-love. And I I feel like all of that is important. And so for some people, it's the first steps to transforming
1: their own lives. So I got to make sure that the, the listener understands that I'm talking to a woman. You wear a lot of hats. You're a mom. You're an entrepreneur. You're out there in the community. I mean, you've got a lot of stuff going on. So how was it some of those first times when you said, you know what, I'm going to go meditate, I'm going to get out of the crazy, I'm going to take my mom hat off a little bit, I'm going to take my entrepreneur hat off, like, I know that for you was many, many years ago, but do you remember back to that, and and what happened, and how did you come through that, because I know a lot of the listeners, they're, they're exploring this practice, but there's a lot of nervousness around those initial baby steps to get us to, as you call it, Serenity's Way.
2: Yeah, I think it's just with the yes, and listening to the internal guidance, which we all have, and I think that um, just even if it's five minutes even if it's taking just a couple of minutes to go in the closet and i mean that literally and i know people who have said that like the only place i had in my crazy loud house was in my closet and so you know wherever it is and where that wherever that is for each person individually just even if it's to take a couple of minutes to just stop and slow down and attempt to disconnect from everything going out there and just be, be still and listen to that internal voice like what 's it telling you it 's always speaking to us right it 's that that whisper, and we can only hear that whisper when we 're being quiet so I would say if you're new to this conversation and you 're wondering um, I, I think I think essentially you already know you, you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast or this conversation if something wasn 't reaching for more, and so I would say to start there right where you 're at and You know, mindfulness can just be a couple of minutes of quiet time, taking time for yourself, whether that's listening to a piece of soft music or going into a closet, wherever that might be, um, and uh, taking time to just slow down.
1: Well, and I want to invite listeners to You know, go to your website, and if there's a, a piece of art or a card that speaks to you, get it, put it on your desk, frame it. I was gifted one a few years back uh, on acceptance, and I had hung it in my my doorway. And you know, from time to time, I would walk through that, and it helped me to remember accept the present moment, accept the present moment. So sometimes I think we feel like. I don't know how to listen to the voice within, or I don't know, whatever. And I like to bring resources like yours onto the show to say to people, if you're just starting out, there are other people's divine inspiration, you know, uh, words and gifts that you can read to spark your own. I love that.
2: And thank you for bringing that um, to this conversation. The acceptance piece is a, one of my first ones that I wrote, in fact, that came from the very first women's empowerment series that I wrote, and you're and oftentimes, yeah, you know, diving into someone else's um, words and letting that resonate with you, so until you can find your own, that's what it's all about, and that's the support that's oftentimes we need and are afraid to ask for or afraid to let in. So I love that.
1: Well, and. It is what it is. You know, I can't push a rope. <laughs> Although there's times I wish I could. Uh, but I think sometimes that acceptance is that first step to forgiveness and the journey and the process. And I was really grateful to, to be gifted, gifted that work. And, and I, I hope that and others serve, serve the world um, in the work that you do. So let's take a short break. And then we're going to come back and we're going to dive in a little bit more into your new book. We're with Sylvia Castillo and we'll be right back.
0: The Everyday Mindfulness Show is brought to you by Leadership Solutions International. Are you hosting an upcoming conference or convention? or looking for a speaker to provide inspiration and motivation? Would you like your audiences to know what you know as a listener of the Everyday Mindfulness Show? Check out Leadership Solutions International for more on mindful leadership keynote offerings, on-site mindfulness information centers, and trainings.
1: You're listening to the Everyday Mindfulness Show, and in this episode, we are talking to Sylvia Castillo, the owner of Serenity's Way, and I know that some of the the strategies and tips we talked about in the first half of the show are helping you to find a little serenity, and we have a new tool. This one is so hot off the presses that uh, we want to dive into a little bit more. Sylvia, give us the title of your book, and first of all, tell us what inspired you to, to bring this a weekly journal reading tool into the world.
2: Well, thank you, Holly. Um, The book is called My Agreements With Me. And it's actually based on Don Miguel's four four agreements. And um, I'm just so excited about the opportunity to share this work. Uh, I I think it's tremendous and it gives perspective to agreements that serve us when we listen to them. Uh, The four agreements are I am impeccable with my word, I don't take things personally i don't assume anything and i do the best i can and i start with
1: me so now that's each one of those core concepts is a lot to unpack and you've written a special agreement piece that encaptures paragraphs that help people live those four agreements you want to pick one that inspires you and maybe Share a little bit deeper about what, how you unpack that agreement.
2: Sure. So I'm going to go with, I don't assume anything. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'll, and I'm going to read the paragraph that talks about not assuming anything. Um, because oftentimes we do that. A, a lot of times we assume the worst we make up stories and all of that. So let me share this one paragraph on not assuming anything and then we can talk more about that. And I love that you use the term unpacking it because that's really exactly what we're doing. So this says, I don't assume anything. I accept full and total responsibility for my life, for my relationships, and for my results. If there is something I need to know, I ask. If there is something to say, I communicate. If there is something missing, I do the best I can to articulate and express who and what I am and what it is that I need or desire. There is no story writing. I will not create my own doubt, animosity, confusion, illusion, bitterness, suspicion, or conflict based on speculation. I am clear and conscious. I use my time, my energy, and my voice for resolution and solution. I am committed to greatness." So there's a lot in that paragraph, a whole lot in that paragraph. And so unpacking it for us within this book in these weeks looks like, um, okay, in, in the week that we look at, I don't assume anything. And what areas are, of your life are you assuming? You know, how often are you writing stories to what things mean? and accepting full and total responsibility for your life. You know, who are you blaming? Are you possibly blaming someone for your results? Is there a moment in time where if everybody was off the hook and you took 100% responsibility for your life, that your outcomes might look different, for example? Um, another sentence is here, I do the best I can to articulate and express who and what I am and what it is that I need or desire. So often we expect people to know what we want or desire. We assume that they should know and we don't have a voice to say what it is that we need to say. And so what does life look like when we say, when we express what we need, and we express not assuming that someone else should know what we need.
1: So So let's use that as an example, Sylvia, because we lived this example a little bit. You've been writing the book and working with it creatively, graphic design-wise. You had it in, in the, the home that was your computer, and yet this, is, this was a new journey for you. How do I get it printed? How do I get a, you know all of these particular pieces? And, and you don't just write these messages, but you live them, and you went out and you started asking people, how do I get this printed? Who are your resources? All, all of those types of things, and were able to find and discern within yourself the answer to that question and i think it's important for people listening to the show to recognize that the guests on the show don't just come in and talk about this but but you're actually living it and so your ability to articulate that question attracted you to a printer that is local that would do all of the color and and your specific specification so if there's something out there in your world that you want to create and it doesn't have to be a book it might be You want to make a car, you want to make a coffee or a special meal for a family. There's no big or small in these things. But accepting an agreement with yourself and utilizing the tools that that Sylvia provides gives you an opportunity to start looking at where am I assuming I can't, which I know, I mean, my first book was four years of labor and development, (laughs) and start working through. This is a, a weekly reader with some additional tools that support it. So, I love the way you use a traditional medium, a print book, and mash it up with technology as well. So I didn't mean to cut you off there on, on that piece, but I just, oh, fine. I think it's really important that people understand you asked for what you needed and it showed up.
2: I did ask for what I needed and it absolutely showed up. And it, and it showed up with more clarity and ease and grace than I would have expected. Um, I thought it was gonna be a tumultuous journey to get what I needed. And in fact, it wasn't. You know, a conversation talking about what I needed. There was a resource provided. I uh, looked into the resource and, they, and it was perfect. And it happened with ease and grace and almost overnight. And so yeah, asking for what we need. Without assuming that someone should have our answers um, is a big deal and, and, and looking at that and and being willing, I would say, is the biggest thing is, are you willing to look at, are you willing to look at it and yourself. Um, on the back of my book, I say that um, this is an opportunity to study, investigate and examine the most important subject you will ever make time for, which is you. And so that's what this journey is all about.
1: I don't even I don't even know what to say because it's just that's just so so perfect and it's a courageous process. So talk to people about not how are the other ways they can interface with this work if they want to go deeper because you're not just saying hey read the book you you've got work that they can do each week to create um, the life of empowerment that they want to have.
2: I appreciate that. And it's so true. It's not just a read. Um, In fact, we felt like this conversation had so much depth was like we're going to start with every with the first sentence and we're going to move through every single sentence in this piece of work to get to gain more clarity about ourselves in a way that we might not have ever had before. So for example, um, I make a pact with myself, an agreement with me. The very first week, we're going to be looking at a vision for your life. What Do you have a vision? What is having a vision for your look like? How do you go from it being a con- conceptual vision to um, putting it on paper and making it actual? And we have a video podcast journey that follows this. So I have teachers and counselors and spiritual practitioners that have come in and so selfless, selflessly given of their time to have these conversations and they're deep and they're expansive and um they're going to provide clarity and guidance and support in a way that some people may not, not have ever had before
1: i love this idea of a video podcast journey now People who listen to our show, it's, you know, it's available and it's on iTunes. Help people understand how they can access that because you've got a really cool membership and subscription program that happens. So tell us how, how does that work?
2: So you would go to myagreementswithme.com and there you would find a um, little bit more about the book. You'd be able to purchase the book online and for those who are so inclined to want to have this conversation or dive deep. There's a subscription there that includes the book and basically with that subscription, you get access to a weekly conversation that um, you log in every week and uh, you'll get the conversation and resources and tools um, every week to support this larger conversation and and building our life and consciously creating our life.
1: So I, I love all this stuff, and yet I always like to think through the, through the lens of my listener, which is, okay, I love this, but Holly, what happens if I go on vacation and I miss a week? Like, I can't do this because it's 52 weeks, and I may only get 12 in, and then I get too scared. Like, do you have some, some thoughts for people that are, like, interested, but I'm not sure if I can commit to 52 weeks, or how can I make it work for me?
2: Well, the wonderful know. thing about this is you don't have to be on on the same time schedule. You don't even have to be yeah. on a weekly. You have access to all of the conversations when you have a membership so you can go on when you know whenever it's convenient for you and they all they stay there so if you need to go back to it which happens because life happens you know not everybody's week your week one is not my week one, awesome. right? And so to be able to have access and go back to it and dive in um, is is there and that's how it's set up. So there is no time restraint or you're not gonna miss a week um, if your life happens and you go on vacation. So that's a great question. Thanks for clarifying that for your listeners.
1: Awesome. So tell us a little bit more. How can we help you get your work on myagreementswithme.com out into the world? How can we help you?
2: So help looks like, if you know of any place, whether that is, my passion is around the domestic violence scene, just because I know that there's a lot of um, opportunity for growth, expansion, and discovery within that arena. And then also, um, I would love to get this book inside of the prison system. Uh, And so if you know anyone who's incarcerated, and you want to give them a gift, and the gift you know, would be sending this book to them um, so that they, maybe upon their re-entry into the world, might have a different perspective, I think it would be a huge gift for them.
1: Well, thank you so much for using your work, not only in the the corporate arena and the personal self-help development arena, but really focusing in on these two communities that can utilize this work so much and i just i see you out there you're volunteering in the shelters you're out there always being willing and open to support the prison systems and i know that that is not always fun work and you do it with such ease and grace and joy and make the world a better place
2: well thank you holly i appreciate you um, inviting me into this conversation and uh, i think it's amazing the work that you're doing on mindfulness And I know that your listeners are benefiting from the gift that you're giving to the world as well. So thank you.
1: Awesome. We're going to put um, (laughs) Sylvia's websites on both Serenity's Way and the book websites on the show notes. And I know she's never more than a phone call or email away. If you have a question or you're looking for support or advice or connection to resources in these areas, drop um, Sylvia an email off of her website. Give her a few days to respond, um, but happy to be a resource for you building your best life and writing agreements with yourself. Sylvia, any last minute thoughts before we let you go back about your day? I would just
2: say, listen to the internal guidance. If there is something in you that just even, there's a little bit of, oh, maybe maybe this sounds like something that aligns, or, and, and not that you have to be in the prison system or domestic violence, if there's something in you that is like speaking to you about growth and expansion and discovery of yourself, I would say, say yes to that.
1: Oh, I have story after story of that. Why am I saying yes to this? And I pick up the phone or I write an email and they're thinking about me at the same time. So so great advice, Sylvia. We hope you'll come back on the show again. Audience, remember, Mindful Matters and so do you. We look forward to having you on next week's episode. Have a great week.
0: Thank you for joining us for today's show. For more mindfulness every day, visit everydaymindfulnessshow.com and download the three-day challenge and experience the ABCs of mindfulness.